Hi, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Danny Roth. And, and I'm this the is Vince. Oh, <laughs> no, I was going to introduce you, but also Darren Jackson, aka the rap critic, is with us today. <laughs> and this is our last episode of 2020. Good. And, and you know what? Since it's been 2020, I think it makes a lot of sense that it would go off the rails immediately. Yeah, we're like we're not we're not re-recording this. I was like, oh crap, we didn't <laughs> we didn't go over how we were going to introduce this way. What do I do? Do I just not say anything? Hey, <laughs> I, I thought to be bold. I was going to be bold. You know what I mean? I made a bold you just choice. Gotta, you gotta sit quiet in the corner. <laughs> I said, knowing that you have never sat quietly in any wow. corner, not once in your life. Wow. First of all, he didn't say that. I just want to say that, ladies and gentlemen. He did not say that, okay? We we just went in blind. <laughs> he did, they just threw me to the wolves at this intro, not knowing what I was going to say. They, all right, that, that's just who I am, all right? They should have just suspected right. that shit. Okay, okay, now let's go. Right. No, I'm fucking with you. Okay. All right. It's the, Todd, it's do, the would you of- like to introduce the songs? I'm it's the end of 2020. We're all a little loopy. And, uh, you know, good riddance to 2020. And, like, I think it's going to be a tradition that at the end of every year, we cover at least one song from the year to close us out. So mm. this week, we are doing Post Malone's Rockstar versus The Baby's Rockstar. Yes. The, the two big Rockstar songs of the last couple years Although probably not the only ones. That seems to be an increasingly popular song title name. Yeah, wasn't there actually another one recently? Um, Danny found quite a few. Yeah. <laughs> I did, and then I never revisited it. I feel like we'll, we'll, have, to, we'll have to go back and, and, and look into that. I actually tried to think about these two songs after I joked that I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, I think, what, what, like Juice World did a song called Rockstar or something? That sounds that's, right. If he, that's almost I would be very right. shocked if he didn't actually. <laughs> Looks like he has a song called "Rockstar Girl," which is not oh, quite the well, same thing. Yeah, yeah, no. And possibly one called "Rockstar Status," if I'm reading these uh, results correctly. So yeah, all the rappers lately want to be rock stars. Is that weird? I don't know what's going on yet. Yeah, because isn't the whole thing lately that like hip hop is like the biggest genre in the world right now? And yeah, all these songs are about rappers wanting to be rock stars. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's be you want to be a rap star? That that should be the new phrase now. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you. So this is a very it's a very Groucho Marx outlook. I think that all of the rap stars realize that everyone's trying to get in and they're like, I don't want to be a part of any club that would have me as a member. <laughs> it yeah, got like, too cool. And now they're like, no, nah, we got to <laughs> gotta move on to other genres. But also the, the rappers this year have been kind of rock stars. MGK went in. Uh, oh. <laughs> I like that MGK album. <laughs> At least a little. And also, you know, Juice World, may he rest. He also had like a couple rock songs this year. Yeah, there was some emo, you know what I'm saying, emo rap sort of stuff going on low key on some of these some of these tracks that came yeah. out this year. Yeah, they do love their uh, early 2000s pop punk. That was not <laughs> For a sure. thing I expected. But let's let's talk about the two songs we have in front of us right now. We have the baby featuring Roddy Rich, rock star from this year, 2020, and we have. Post Malone featuring 21 Savage, rock star from, I want to say the end of 2017, early 2018. Let me ask you, Darren, what, which one do you prefer? Which one do I prefer? Uh, I very, like, as I was listening back to him, I wanted to, you know, give both of them a chance. But um, when I came out of it, I really do prefer the, uh, the baby version more. Well, specifically the Black Lives Matter remix version. Cause while while I can enjoy like like it, you know at first I really didn't I was wasn't into Post Malone like at all his stuff was just kind of too low energy for me like as I've seen and heard some of his more recent stuff like Circles and you know uh, actually interestingly enough I got into uh, I started listening to him because of uh, some lo-fi remix of uh, his Fall Apart song uh, called The Girl I Haven't Met Yet This Quick Flip or something like that. And uh, it was like a remix of the Fall Apart song, and it added like a little bit more oomph to it. And I was like, hmm, you know, I can kind of see like why people would like mess with Post Malone. Okay, I kind of see, you know, you know, the energy that he has that people could get into. I see the he has a little tremolo in his voice. That's kind of interesting. You know what I mean? And uh, so coming back to it, I was like, all right, let me kind of give like the Rockstar joint, you know, a second try. And you know, listening to it, I did like it more than I originally gave it credit for. 
But it is one of those things where it's like, as soon as you lit, like look too much into it, it gets kind of greasier and grosser. So it's just like, okay, I just enjoy it on this aesthetic level of like, oh, this just sounds good. But with the baby song, it's more like, oh, this sounds really good on, on its own. And then it gets enhanced by, you know, that extra verse that gets added. You know what I mean? So yeah, ultimately, definitely, I would say the babies is better, even though I kind of like kind of see the appeal of Post Malone after a while, you know? I, I want to say this, like, I kind of predicted you would uh, go with the baby because you are yourself a rapper from North Carolina. <laughs> and, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but me, personally, I, like Post Malone, only pretend to like hip-hop because it makes me money. So, <laughs> I guess I gotta go with Post Malone here. Like, it's, gr and I, and the same thing, ex the same exact thing happened to me. In 2017, 2018, I was like, this guy sucks. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. And uh, in 2020, I'm like, maybe because he's been around a little longer now, I, I think I finally get it. I finally get 21 Savage, too, like because I did not get him at first at all. The critics have kind of all kind of agree that 21 Savage has like kind of grown his game a lot more in the last couple of years, too. Yeah, but I, I still just have an issue with uh, 21 Savage just in terms of like... The flow just kind of stops any song kind of cold a little bit, right? Like, as soon as you hear him come on with, I'm in my It's just like, oh, like, what's happening right now? Are we really stopping the flow because he's got the showstopper of a lyric that he's coming out with? You know, it's just kind of like, and in fact, that was one of the first things that as I was listening to the song, because again, listening to it for this episode, I was listening for a couple of, for like a minute or so, and I had that moment of like, Oh yeah, you know, um, um, oh yeah, the baby has a really good guest verse on his song, and then, and then as soon as I thought about like, oh yeah, who's on this song again? And that's when the beat dropped out, and I heard a, oh, man, oh, man, oh, and I was like, oh, it's <laughs> like, all right, well, point definitely goes to fucking the uh, baby for guest verses, because fucking Roddy Rich's verse is definitely a lot more lively. You, you got to give him that one. And you, Dan, which would you prefer? Yeah, we gotta. What's the tiebreaker here? I cannot believe that. Either of you would go for Post Malone. The day, the day I choose Post Malone in a song versus song matchup, I feel... You know what? Let me say this. Uh, so 2020, 2020 is hell, and it is freezing fucking cold out right now, uh -huh. but it still isn't cold enough in this hell for me to go for Post Malone. That's so just not going to so, so you are joining me in collectively booing Todd right now. Boo! Let me say this. I would, I would go for the Black Lives Matter remix over all the other rock stars we're talking about here. Mm. But I don't know. Like, I I was a big booster of baby. I was like, this guy's going to be a superstar the first time I heard him. I don't know. Rockstar was like this giant hit this year, and I was just like kind of puzzled because like this is not really the the baby I want. Because in like in his early videos, like this guy is going to be like the new Busta, the new Luda. You're so you know? right. You're so right. Yeah, yeah. I remember hearing the song uh, when we reviewed it uh, on the Going Off podcast and like getting to this song and being like, I mean, it's cool, but if you're li if you listen to the baby, like he has these two modes where he likes doing the slowed down guitar thing, but he also has the main mode, which is the really hyped up beat work and crazy, like you said, Buster Rhymes type shit. And I love that. And that's what I'm always looking forward to. You know how he flips the beat and does these really wild out punchlines. But yeah, when it's chilled out and doing like hashtag sad boy hours, Honestly, like, yeah, Post Malone pulls that off better. You know what I mean? So, like, when I listen to this song, it's just like, w yeah, when I first hear the slow guitars, like, this is going to be slightly more emotional. I'm like, oh, uh, I mean, I, all right. I mean, I guess. But, yeah, <laughs> it was funny to say that hashtag sad boys hours. Uh, as I was listening back to Post Malone's album that this song is from, one of the first songs I saw was just rich and sad. And it's like, wow. <laughs> yeah. just, just really encapsulating, getting it out of the way exactly what, what this is about. <laughs> I am rich I and I am sad. <laughs> like, yeah, I. It took me a while to accept Post Malone for the, the man he is because one, you know, he looks like he looks like. I just googled his name right now, and there's a big old picture of him with a cowboy hat that says Post on it. This album is called Beer Bongs and Bentleys. It yeah. has a song on it called Rich and Sad. It's. <laughs> It's easy to dislike the man. Yeah, when that comment came out about him saying like, oh, I don't like really, I don't think hip hop can have a lot of emotionality in it. Uh, rock is where I get emotionality and, you know, uh, hip hop is just when I want to dance and shit. And I thought that was so funny because it's like, 
when I first heard that, I, I really bristled. I was like, that, that's kind of really what turned me off. I was like, dude, why, why, why would you say that? Like, and isn't your music <laughs> supposed to be super emotional? And the funny thing is, when I listen to his music and have been giving him more of the chance recently, I do like the more emotional stuff that he goes for with the, ooh, I fall apart. You know what I mean? <laughs> the tremolo he does with his voice, I fall apart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I can appreciate what he's doing in the style that he goes there. It's actually when he tries to do the hype boy dance fun pop songs like the, uh, I've been popping bellies wow. and I feel just like it's when it sounds all glassy eyed and kind of droopy and boring to me. You know what I mean? I mean the the rock stardom he sings about in Rockstar is a kind of rock stardom. Yeah, true. The the unfun kind. It's the heroin kind. It's right. not like the. I don't know. He's popping pillies. He, those are not uppers. He's popping. Yeah, it's a very bleary-eyed sort of, uh, I mean, hell, like I said, as I went through, like, you know, when I was first listening to it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can enjoy it. It's just a vibe. But then as soon as I dug into, like, the lyrics of it just a little bit, it's just like, oh, this is kind of skeevy, and I don't don't know if I can be behind this. Like, the very first reference he throws out is someone who died from, you know, alcohol poisoning, and it's just like, ah, oh, I don't know. (laughs) You're just immediately putting this in an awful life. Like, I can't even look past it and be like, oh, aren't we just having a good time? popping popping benzos because the first thing you're reminding me of is someone who died and then immediately going out jumping onto jim morrison someone who you know i grew up loving the doors like anyone else you know my sister got Mm -hmm. me into them but like i remember like just as i was looking up that reference i just had that quick moment of like oh yeah jim morrison i remember you know he got in trouble for some cheeky stuff on tv that he did and also didn't he get arrested for being like an asshole and then like the second thing i saw was like oh yeah he like took his dick out at a concert and like was jerking off in front of me i was like oh yeah, no, these are immediately people you shouldn't be wanting to emulate. <laughs> like, this is just immediately feels like, oh, oh, I don't know about this. I feel like Post Malone does want to be a rock star, like an actual rock star. Clearly, clearly. Versus the baby who's like, he likes, he wants the glamour of the rock star, but he's not actually going to be like out there emulating ACDC or like, yeah. making music with Ozzy Osbourne like I mean, Post the, Malone has. Yeah, yeah, the funny thing about the baby is that, I mean, directly in the lyrics, he's kind of thumbing his nose at the expected, you know, idea of what a pop uh, rock star is, right? Because he's asking, mm-hmm. like, have you ever met a real nigga rock star? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is a real nigga rock star, you know? Like, <laughs> this ain't no guitar bitch, it's a Glock, like, you know? <laughs> it's that sort of, like, we are going against what you expect. And, I mean, that's kind of rock star and punk in and of itself, is it not, you know? Uh, in fact, as I listened to these songs, I was thinking, like, Post Malone fits more the pastiche of what a rock star is. You know, oh, we're throwing the TVs out the window. You know, we're mm-hmm. cursing on TV when they tell us not to. You know, we're, we're causing a scene at the at the hotel and trashing up shit. And, um, you know, the baby is more honestly about, like, the irreverence of, like, speaking up against the status quo and talking shit. Like, specifically when you take into account the, uh, the Black Lives Matter verse. You know what I mean? Like, I find yeah. that kind of interesting. <laughs> I gotta be honest, I kind of didn't feel the the DaBaby one before the Black Lives Matter thing because, well, first off, like, this is already the second big hit rock star rap song we had in a couple of years. Right. Also, I, you know, I wasn't a big fan of Post Malone's rock star. I was like, he rhymes rock star with cop car? Like, we did that. <laughs> yeah. And then DaBaby also did rhymes rock star with cop car. It's like, no, you guys are ripping off NERD. Both of you. Both of you. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's not, like, it doesn't feel like it's, yeah, it's not thrown in in any way to be like, oh, this means something. It's thrown in because this is the first rhyme that rhymes with <laughs> Rockstar, you know? Like, you can very clearly tell, like, <laughs> um, what, uh, especially in the Post Malone, like, yeah, he actually mentions being arrested at one point, too. But, yeah, it's not because of, oh, I bucked the system and, you know, was telling people to think for themselves. No, it's just because, like, I was causing a scene and doing shit just like Jim Morrison. And that's why I'd probably get thrown in jail, you know? Like, I mean, it, no, like, it, you know, I, I, I would absolutely believe that much like his idol, Jim Morrison, Post Malone will whip it out on stage and mm. get arrested. That I is mean, absolutely going to happen someday. Yeah, and in some capacity, of course, it is, like, the idea of, like, you know, I don't want to be, like, the 80s mom saying, like, oh, you can't be promoting bad stuff now. Like, you know, this clearly, you're supposed to enjoy the fact that it's kind of an irreverent, like, ooh, don't you, don't you like that we are, like, doing something a little, you know, being a little naughty by, like, referencing these people that died from this and saying that, oh, but we're going to live that lifestyle anyway. You know, like, that's kind of the... The, the uh, ooh, don't we love Kurt Cobain, join in the 27 Club sort of just aesthetic that he's pushing for, right? 
And yeah. it so fits that, like, uh, there's one lyric where he says something about, oh, tonight is legendary or something like that. And I just immediately like, oh, this is, his music is for the hangover crowd, isn't it? <laughs> oh, tonight is legendary, you know? You know, we're, both of us, the two of us, me and Danny are, like, older. I think it was, like, harder for us to even, like, entertain Post Malone. That feels like an a, a real dividing line between I'm just confused man so like you guys are talking about all this stuff saying like you think that Post Malone is going to whip his dick out I was not aware that Post Malone had a sexual identity to speak of that's fair that's he doesn't, fair he doesn't really come like and like that's and anybody who knows me knows that that is not meant as an insult but just but like a statement of fact like he doesn't really read that way to me and what you know kind of confounds me about his rock star is that it just feels so utterly fake. Like I don't listen to the, that or, or like watch the music video where he's like kill billing around and go like, man, that'll really happen. Like here, let's, let's say this. I have two hypothetical situations. What do I, which would I rather, would I rather be with post Malone fighting off people with swords or would I rather be with the baby fighting off zombies? There's no debate. I have, I am absolutely confident that I would not even have to raise my pistol one second. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, that's like the baby has got that shit on lock. And also, like this thing is that his version, his rock star is a fucking about something. Even before the Black Lives Matter thing came out, he was talking about the man that he killed. He killed a person. Right, right, yeah. And, he's, and, and, it's, and, in the, and it's in the track, and he's talking about it. And like, to protect this is, you know, his like, family, right? You know? Right, oh, yeah, right, right, right. He, he shot a mugger and in front of his child, which is like, the first time I heard that, I was like, is that real? Yeah. Like, is that yeah. Yeah, you have that it's a, it's it a is. stunner of a lyric. Like, it kind of blows you back, and that's like my favorite thing about it, because like otherwise I wasn't really feeling it. But, but I, this I, is the other thing about it. This is what makes it great. So, like, Darren, you got me into the baby. Um, I remember you came by and you played me Suge. Mm-hmm. And that was great. And that's a great track. And I do think that from that, you kind of get an essence, an idea of what the kind of expectation, what kind of rapper you think he's going to be. Right, right. Um, and that's a great track. And, and I remember you and I laughing. I was like, wow, Suge Knight. Someone's writing a track about Suge Knight <laughs> now. But then I remembered that after all of these years, that Suge Knight is probably still one of like three strangers that I'm still afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> Just part of that, uh, that holy trinity. It's like Suge Knight, Christian Chenoweth, and Tim Curry dressed up like a clown. And maybe like Phil Spencer. All three scare the shit out of me in the exact same way. But But here's the thing. So like, I like I like Rockstar because it's so clearly another side of the die, and he could have delivered it like Suge, but to do it the flip way, to me, that's more interesting, and that's why I like the track so much. In 2018, I was not into Post Malone, and there were like a lot of uh, negative reviews, especially because of all that shit. He says, like, well, I don't really like hip-hop and all that shit, yeah. and just that he looks the way he does with his stupid-ass face tattoos and shit. <laughs> but, like... I don't know, something about it finally clicked for me, I, I think, at the end of last year or this. Like, I heard White Iverson come on the radio, and I was like, man, this song is good. What is this? And I, you know, Shazammed it, and I was like, wait, I thought I hated this song. And something that really made Rockstar, the, the Post Malone song, really click with me, I heard the original version, which apparently didn't make it onto the, uh, the album. The original version, instead of 21 Savage, it had Post Malone. I mean, excuse me, uh, yes, obviously it had Post Malone. It also had... <laughs> It had T Pain on it, right? Huh. And I'm and I'm a big T Pain fan. Yeah. And I was like, I've been dying for the big T Pain comeback, which I swear is going to happen any day now. <laughs> but it comes watch on. out, Todd Stradamus. It's now. It's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Struck again. But like, it comes on in the 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 spot where you expect the Twenty One Savage verse, and you expect Twenty, you know, I've been popping pills. Yeah. But instead, it's T Pain, and he is all hype. He is all auto-tuned everywhere. He's like multi-tracked on there. And I'm like, this is terrible. Doesn't work? <laughs> no, not at all. You know, like, it's mm, it's interesting because, yeah, to some capacity, I was thinking about like, it does in some capacity fit the, the glassy-eyed nature of what he is going for in the song. When 21 Savage comes in, it's like, oh shit, I'm also zonked out. <laughs> you know, can't feel shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, I would say both the baby and Roddy Rich have peaked in it like they've hit like the a-list this year 
Mm. And even though like Rockstar was a humongous hit, I don't think Post Malone or Twenty One Savage hit their peak till a couple years later. Yeah. Like t- last year is like the the name of that album was Beer Bongs and Bentleys. I I don't know. I, I want to pull up the the big negative review that um they, it, that popped up at the end of that year. Is it the the, the album cover kind of looks like a yeah? It's like the album cover has like wiring and shit on. It just looks very ah. Uh, it just looks. <laughs> There's something that seems skeevy about, you know. Yeah, like right after Rockstar hit, someone like someone put up a big negative review of one of his concerts. It's like the most popular young artist in the nation is a rhinestone cowboy who looks like he crawled out of a primordial swamp of nacho cheese. Oh no! <laughs> he looks like he got clubbed over the head by a cartoon peacock. Damn. <laughs> Shit. Post Malone is a Halloween rental, a removable platinum grill, a cubic zirconium proposal on the jumbo screen of a last place team. Oh, that's cold blooded. I want to keep reading. It's like one of the shallowest bastardizations of rap to date. And I don't say that lightly. And then, but like next year, there were articles like, actually, is Post Malone good? Or it was like, I think Post Malone might be here for a while, guys. What do we do? Oh, <laughs> no. Well, it's been, I, I, a, been a weird couple of years for Post Malone. Also, Post Malone is insane. He has like, he's got like a stockpile of guns in his basement. Yeah, isn't he actually genuinely paranoid? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because he keeps popping pillies. Yeah. Pillies. I mean, he, you know, it, he's very quickly fallen into the Drake thing where he's just like, you're hearing him make lots of songs about par- being paranoid, and it's just like, oh, oh, I think he's making all these songs about it because because that's all he can make songs about because he's it's just really fucking on his mind. Yeah, he's got this thing going for him, which has nothing to do with his music. So, all right, I decided I had this moment right where I was sitting down looking at looking at life, trying to understand how I would approach these artists, and I was like, I should look up their Stan accounts. <laughs> oh boy. Right, because I, because, because you know, like here's here's what I know. I, I just and do this for fun. Pick an artist that you like, a modern, a modern one, a present day one, and just follow on Twitter or go on in some fashion. Follow a Stan account. I did it with Dua Lipa. I found one called uh, Dua's Gay, and it's great. <laughs> like Dua Lipa, I'm pretty sure is not at least completely gay. She might be queer. I don't know. I think that's 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 an unknown piece of information. <laughs> but I I follow that account. And it's a joy, you know. I'm a 40 year old person, uh, but I appreciate it. It it provides a levity in my life. Now I found myself thinking, there's no way that anybody stands Post Malone. That oh, feels, oh, buddy, that feels oh, impossible. Oh. That can, that can't be true. But here's the thing about Post Malone. Malone rhymes with a lot of things, uh-huh. and so he's become very memeable. And so I, I found like three reasons to to stand him, and one of them was just a bunch of memes like game of post Malones, uh, po- po- post Cologne, uh, home home Malone, uh, and it, uh, I, at some point apparently he responded to all of that by tweeting, "I'm going to change my name to Post Orange so none of y'all can rhyme it." <laughs> and then I got it. I was like, "That's funny." Well, that's. Very amusing. Let's say this is a demographic that has felt a little underrepresented in uh, in recent music. Because, like, back when new metal was big, it was like there were like tons of guys like Post Malone running oh, around. Oh yeah, white guys, you know, getting out their feelings about how they hate their moms and dads. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> has Has Post Malone ever done a? Has he ever you done know, that? Has that ever happened? Has, a... he, has he done that? He hasn't I, done I, a to come. Like, more like track. I, f- I feel like I'm Johnny Carson, like predicting the future on the Tonight Show. No, that's like, like too much energy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, well, the day that he does that is the day he's not post. But then we, he's like post post Malone. <laughs> but here's here's another thing I didn't know. Um, so he plays a lot of Call of Duty, and Surprise. he chose he chose his, <laughs> his stage name by using an online rap name generator. Oh, like Gambino did. Of course he did. <laughs> So I didn't know about all that. So here's a here's the thing that's going to happen before the podcast is through. We're going to find out Todd's post Malone rap name. We're because I've got the name generator up here. There are a series of questions. 
Um, we're going to have to lie on some of them, but uh, mm. but we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, not just yet. Going to save that towards the end of the podcast. But I, lo- I love that for Post Malone, that he used a, a meme generator to create his name. That seems right. right. Well, let me ask this, because the baby was not... Uh, you know, like he he popped out like a year and a half ago, right? Like n- not a very long time ago. Yeah, and he has put out three albums since then. Which, oh yeah, like, he, like and he's, even, he's he's working on he's working on one right now. Um, <laughs> like not the, even mixtapes. After, after his brother, no, he is like yeah. literally his yeah. brother died, and he's creating an album that's basically like all about his brother. Yeah, because it was the one with the the uh, the very colorful one with his with just his uh, him on it with the face mask, and then there's another one with his uh, mom and, I mean, with his dad and his uh, daughter on it or something like that. Yeah, he's like he's already done at least two just this year, and I remember one from last year as well. Yeah. Um, Moving faster than Taylor Swift. (laughs) That's true. But, uh, you know, in 2019, I was super hyped about this. And in 2020, like, as he hit number one, I I think I kind of saw people as like, actually, maybe he could uh, stand to release a little less do you think he's Slow bringing down. himself out kind of quick <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah, i keep seeing like it really keeps catching me off guard where i was just like huh what oh why so you don't have to i mean <laughs> like even for like hip-hop which you know they crank these things out like yeah. on mixtapes and stuff this is kind of an insane pace for uh for one rapper who no one knew about this time two years ago yeah and i'm kind of like it kind of sucks because it's not that his stuff is like bad bad but it's clearly not like Oh yeah, this is the absolute best stuff. You know what I mean? Because like I said, um, we we reviewed the album for the podcast, and yeah, we were going through it, and it's like we love the hype tracks, but it felt like there were just too many of these like low key tracks. Like literally, he has one track called I think it's literally just called like Sad Boy Shit or something like that. And it's just like <laughs> yeah. oh, this is the song where I have to be sad, but not really because I'm still fucking these hoes though. And it's just like well, all right, if you're not gonna commit to it, why start? You know? But <laughs> yeah, it's just like it feels like there is that sense of like. There is one level of he has the energy and he's doing a lot and it is fun, but there is that level of like, I, I never feel like, well, I guess I kind of feel that way about Buster Rhymes too. Because like, I really like Buster Rhymes know. in the 90s, but has anyone ever been like, oh yeah, uh, 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 extension level event, the album you need to hear, you know what I mean? Like, You don't think he's due for a break though? I th- like, for, first of all, to correct myself, time is a flat circle, so I, I lost track of time, but mm. he did put out that EP already for his, bro- his brother that came out like last month. Oh, wow. Mm. And, I, um, I, I can't even keep up these days, like especially. But, but the- I think I think that he will, pr- I mean like, if, if it were me, now obviously he and I are two different individuals. <laughs> no. But if it were, if it were me, mm. and I had sat down and I had like, like got out an EP about my dead brother, if I had done that, after that, I would be taking a break. I would be taking, I would take a breath after that, personally. I don't know, like, he, he just blew up. I feel like he, I, I feel every, I feel so bad for everyone who blew up in the year 2020 when they should out be, be making that money on tour. Yeah. But, oh, man. And, well, just in this year, like, in this time, because there is that sense of, like, oh, we're already jumping to the next person. Who's the next person? So is, there is that pressure, right, to, like, just put out the next thing already, you know? Yeah, I feel like, he, I guess he wants to keep up the momentum, like, so it's still there when, you know, everything reopens. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me, at least. But I, I don't know, though, that last album was not great. And you you brought up Busta Rhymes. I was like, I, I feel like he's getting close to, the, like, the, the Janet duet era. <laughs> oh, of, yeah. Like, it's like, maybe we this is not what we want from our debate. Like he is like the new guest rapper Supreme, like True. what Lil Wayne or Ludacris used to be. Yeah. Like what Ludacris did a couple of years, but I remember that he's edging up to the line. I feel like mm. of being maybe too much everywhere, Str- stressing himself too thin. And yeah. like, like it, it wouldn't matter if everything was, everything he did was really big and explosive, but it's not necessarily like that. Cause like he's done a lot of verses and I don't necessarily remember all of them, you know, like I think what's popping. He did a good verse on that one. Oh uh, yeah. I liked his verse on what's popping. Yeah. When he fucks with Megan, he does some fun, really, uh, oh, fun yeah, that, sex shock rap stuff, you know, every, everyone seems to work well with Megan. Yeah. So. Yeah. It sounds like he's burning the wick at both ends. Mm-hmm. It, an attempt was made. 
<laughs> wait a minute. So, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What about what about his rap name, the baby? I mean, he talks about it in this track too. But you know what? Let me say this. Just the idea that like he's he is like the baby, like to his to his mother. Yeah, the youngest. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't find that sufficient. That's boring. <laughs> I want us. Here's here we go. 2021 reinvention. He's had a rough. He's had a successful year, but a rough year. I think we should make it lighthearted. 2021 is going to be a whole new year for the baby, and I think that he should put out a record where it's DaBaby and the name of the record is Gotta Love Me. And he just, <laughs> and he just, and he just samples a lot you. of dinosaurs. <laughs> also, here's, here's, wait, here's my, here's my, here's my other, uh, my other follow-up. You know how, um, you ever, you ever, um, be around someone's baby and like, if you curse, they go not in front of the baby. Uh-huh. Now I imagine like, you know how like, like rock stars and stuff will have, or like singers or artists, They'll have like writers or like if they're going to appear on your show, they're going to go on tour with you. Like they have to have like stuff like, you know, like Mariah Carey's got to have like orange M&Ms or whatever it is. Like I imagine that 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 the baby's got like a whole bunch of things that absolutely cannot happen in his in his dressing room. And it's a list and it says not in front of the baby. You I've gone a really long distance for this. I'm just trying. Oh, my God. I'm just trying to say, look, I think there's a great opportunity here Get this man for the baby. For the baby, just <laughs> this is <Ooh>, this man. <laughs> I was saying, Burns. <laughs> Somebody liked my joke. There are there are literally tens of people who listen to this podcast for me. <laughs> tens of them. Um, I'm just saying, I think the man's got an opportunity. Also, the baby is it? Wait, is the baby a better name than Post Malone? If we're just judging uh, by names, no, if we're judging a book a by its name. cover, yeah, it's I'm yeah, I'm not thrilled with the baby. baby, especially since we like he he broke out like at exactly the same time as little baby. As little baby, it's like oh come on, <laughs> and I feel like this was avoidable. It's like this was you knew this yeah, right. was gonna happen. You didn't pick a great <laughs> name, but I don't know. I've been complaining about Young Thug's name being Young Thug for like since he's been out and like. That didn't seem to stop him. And honestly, it feels like Lil Baby and the Baby do songs together, like just to spite people on that. Because I feel like they've done a lot of songs together, and it's just like, and it's not even that they're particularly great or great together. It's just like they're just doing it just because. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, I guess the name doesn't really mean anything. Just think, Lil Yachty's name is Lil Yachty, and somebody and somebody let Lil Yachty do the the theme song to the new Say by the Bell. Oh wow. Did you know that I the, did not. the 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 renowned new Saved by the Bell that everybody loves so much? <laughs> that, who did they let do the the remake of the theme song, Lil Yachty? Why so I'll tell you, you what: if Lil Yachty, who is whose name once again is Lil Yachty, is allowed that, names are meaningless. I'm so <laughs> doesn't tired. mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well here's oh, a question: man. What is the best rock star song? Period. Because, like I said, Nickelback, this... at, don't at me. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Look whoa. at you. I didn't know that 2020 was about to end like this. Construction of what it means to be a rock star. It is a great, possibly the only good song that they have ever done that actually uh, tore no, down. That's like, the, yeah, that's... yeah. <laughs> I'll say it right now. I'll stand mm-hmm. on that. You can, no. you can cancel me all you want. <laughs> that is like the one song that of the songs named Rockstar that rocks less than Post Malone. Sure, like, yeah, you're right. It's just not rocking. Got him. Got him. <laughs> like I, I would rank like the the how hard they rock. I would put let's say Hannah Montana at the top. Like she's got a song wow, called Rockstar. You really did it. You did no. it. Oh wow. No, 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 no. Nerd at the top. You yeah, can't okay. Be Rockstar. Okay. Then Hannah Montana, then then I guess the baby, then Post Malone, then that R. Kelly song you found us. What? Dan, Danny found. Oh, that's oh, what it no. was. The thing is, I found it, and then I immediately entered a fugue state. <laughs> I found it, then I immediately burned my computer. <laughs> no, 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 no. We we didn't tell you. It's R. Kelly featuring Kid Rock. Yep. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord, no, it ain't so. <laughs> I just don't know how the world still turns after that. How are we all still alive? Isn't it a wonder? Isn't life a wonder? Yeah, our our two favorite Bobs, 
R. Kelly and Kid <laughs> Rock. Two favorite pops. That's <laughs> yes, that's what I said. Yeah, I, I, stole I completely you stole but, you stole my joke because I forgot it. Oh man, and listen, that, and that I would rank higher than the Nickelback one. So wait a minute. What about, what about a song like "So What" by Pink? Not called rock star, so but she talks what? about being a rock star. Rock in star. It. I got my that's rock what, move. Don't you think that's, that's one of my least poser? favorite from hers? Yeah, that's honestly. more posery. Like honestly, oh. you know, I got my rock moves. I'm still rock. I'm still okay, cool. well, how about um? Uh, I'll, t- two- I'll, t- I'll take it over Nickelback. How about from <laughs> someone suggested we do a 2007 rock star songs Nickelback rock star versus the Shop Boys party like a rock star. Oh God! Hmm. Uh. Party like a rock. Party like no, a rock. No, even to- yeah, Nirvana. Uh, fucking Nickelback. <laughs> yeah, so yes, Nirvana Nickelback. and Nickelback. Yeah. So yeah, similar. Long, I, yeah, I secretly think like uh, Nickelback is actually the perfection of grunge, and and Nirvana can't hold a fucking cat. No, I'm so playing. And you guys are looking at me so. You twisted. better be playing. <laughs> I'm fucking with you. <laughs> oh my lord. All right. Well, for for serious, I would rank the the baby Black Lives Matter rock star, then Post Malone's rock star. Then I I just can't feel the um the 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 the, the normal rock star one. It's just too late yeah. back for me, and that's just not what I want from the baby. Yeah. You said you liked Roddy Rich's uh, verse on that. How that, about that one? Because I you know I I'm still I like Roddy Rich too, and I like the baby, and I just could not feel this song. I like it. Like, Oh, were you talking to me or were you asking uh, Dan? Yeah, I was asking you, yeah. Uh, no, I, I enjoy his vo- verse. Uh, I like the way it, like, twists with how it's sort of flowing. Like, with the little, maybe I guess you be for refugee. Like, I felt like I was just like, I felt like we were just hitting a curve right there. We were just turning real smooth, you know what I mean? Maybe, you know what I mean? Like, I just really f- enjoy how he brings this different uh, energy to the track that even though, like I said, lyrically, they're not saying that much like it's just, you know yeah. oh you couldn't catch me on my last day at a gas station or something like that you know but it's just like you're feeling the flow and enjoying where it's going but you know at the same time yeah without the black lives matter verse to set it off the song is a lot more tepid and you know not it doesn't really reach the same heights you know what i mean uh it's that, it's that, funny because it wasn't really meant to be like a black lives matter thing it's just like kind of like the protest happened, and he had a song where he uses the word cop car mm. in it, so it was like... Right. Uh, yeah, it's it, kind of a... It, there's an opening. Yeah, it's a bit of a tenuous connection. <laughs> yeah. But what I find interesting is the fact that, like, you know, we have these uh, conversations about, like, you know, where, uh, I remember someone was talking to me about, like, you know, where are the the uh, public enemies and the KRS-1s in hip-hop now, you know, to, to really bring these issues to the forefront and make it so that you have to think about, like, you know, the bad issues of today. And I think it's interesting that, you know, two of the biggest political songs of the year were by... Uh, <laughs> The baby oh and little God, baby. It, oh my God! It was by the baby and little baby. God damn it! <laughs> I think they planned this together. We're just gonna make people think about us the whole year, and just the fact that our names are so fucking similar. But um, <laughs> baby. <laughs> but baby, um, baby, baby. No, but it. I, I I think it that verse hits a little harder because the baby is. And just and little baby too. These are not two guys you necessarily yeah. expect to start marching with a fist in the air. Yeah, it's like even these guys can't fucking you know yeah. <laughs> they can't ignore it. And I we just did a, a you know I do my Twitch streams where we go through the years. We're gonna be going to like 1995 when the, when the new year starts. But at the end of the year, I decided to do the uh, you know top 100 of 2020 and do a couple streams on that. And there were a couple of little baby songs, and all of them were unremarkable. <laughs> and it was just like all of them were just like. Oh, this is kind of not that interesting. Oh, this is kind of not that interesting. Man, oh my god, I've, it's the fucking incredible song that made me rethink him as an artist. <laughs> but I find I've, that the- I've had so many people tell me he's like, "No, you're wrong about little baby." Like they're spreading the gospel of little baby. He's like, they, every single hit song here was amazing. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. We paid, yeah, and whoa, yeah, and all that. I, it's I, like just, I is like I'm I'm just dying here. It I feels don't get kinda, it. I yeah, don't. it feels just kind of generic to me. But um, I don't know. To me, Roddy Rich is the good little baby. Exactly. So. A lot of people say Roddy Rich is the good little thug, uh, the good young thug. You know, <laughs> I, I always like, liked Young Thug, so I. But like, oh young man, thug, is, there, like, is there a, is there a little thug yet? Yeah, I don't know, know how there isn't. I don't. <laughs> you know, there's a little thug coming. Oh, but the uh, the point that I was bringing up earlier was that you know um, we don't have the out and out political artists that you know we kind of used to have back in the day. 
But what I think is interesting about these artists who are not, you know, typically you would say are flashy rappers, but they're, you know, saying important, making important songs and stuff like that. And even if it's not like perfect, right? Because the, I feel like Lil Baby actually had a great song with what he did. And uh, the baby song is, it's okay with how it addresses it. Like it makes it personal, which I enjoy, you know, but it, it doesn't really like dig deep in the same way that uh, uh, Lil Baby song does. But I still enjoy it on on um on a material level with how it can access people right because here is this song that is you know oh yeah it's the biggest hit of the summer and it has this you know message in it that is going to make you think about what is going on today you know like it, it may not be like a perfect deconstruction of it but not everyone out there are these scholars who you know are able to break things down perfectly so it is good to have someone who could just capture that you know, visceral emotion and make you understand, you know, uh, uh, understand it on that level. And that's, that's what I really enjoy. Right. Like, so we don't necessarily have the, Oh, I'm, you know, I've, uh, uh, I fucking, uh, did a dissertation on Marx or, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? We don't have those guys necessarily, but we do have these people who are like, no, materially shit is bad. And we're going to address that. And like, you know, it, I may not be the most highfalutin person, but I'm going to incorporate that into who I am as an artist. So I'm not just, pigeonholed into that lane because we do have that issue right where it's like oh yeah if immortal technique came out with the same song that Lil baby came out with no one that's not getting as much airplay right yeah yeah but it's just the fact that that happens you know and the fact that this person can be able to be multifaceted you know and show you all these different levels and have that not just be a gimmick you know what i mean like that's really cool you know well, just you wait when Post Malone finally release, releases his Black Lives Matter anthem. Oh, oh he's going to remix his rock star. <laughs> yeah, but when he does that, is it really going to feel that way? Or is it going to feel like... Um, see, like we keep talking about this idea of like him and, and how he relates to rap music and whether or not he actually really likes it or not. And it makes me think of uh, somebody else who kind of entered the game in a different kind of way and then dropped it as soon as they found actual success. And that's uh, Nora Lum, or as many other people know her, Aquafina. Oh my God! Oh right! I yeah. thought you were about to say and, Aqu- and Aquafina. <laughs> even at one point, said straight up that she was just going to use the rap game until she got someplace Ooh, yeah, and then immediately drop it. And people have forgotten that that should happen. And literally, in uh, what was it? It was just last year that she did the farewell on that, and like that was it. That was like the transition to the new phase of her career. And so I, I'll tell you something: if Bo- if Post Malone, if I wake up one day and discover that he's put out a, like a quote serious record, and he like started getting rid of like the tattoos on his face or tried to stop being the silliness that he is. I don't. Mm, I don't know how that's going to go over for him. I feel I, like he's kind of painted himself into a corner, to be honest. You know, it's it's a funny thing, like. I, I was calling him the new Kid Rock like right away because Kid Rock is a guy who started out w- trying to be like straight hip hop. Right. And then I don't know that... if he could ever catch up to being as awful as 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 Bobbington Kid Rock. Yeah, he doesn't have enough personality the, the... to, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. And then when he, when that, you know, when white rap, like there was no chance of him ever coming. He reinvented himself as like a rap rocker. And that's what worked for him. And Post Malone, like, he has done collabs with other rappers, like, you have to do when you're a rapper. But, like, on stage, he's done, like, he joined the Red Hot Chili Peppers. He's joined the Aerosmith at the Grammys and all that stuff. Like, that is clearly where his heart is. And he's got to be feeling like an idiot that he let MGK, like, leapfrog him (laughs) into the, like, just MGK is the one who dove in full throttle on the, the... the whole rock thing, which is funny because MGK felt like a much more sincere rapper than mm. uh, Post Malone ever did. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing wrong with being like a fusion of the two. I think that is cool. Yeah. And I, I think that is awesome. And I, th- I think that is a um, an element of the 2000s era that I feel like we don't give enough credit to. And, you know, we were just too busy shitting on how awful the rap rock lyrics were because a lot of them were pretty awful. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I remember, what was that one music video where it was like, Corn did a music video with a bunch of like rappers in it where it was like Lil John and Exhibit and fucking Snoop Dogg and shit. Do you I know say about Ice this? Cube? 
I want to yeah. say Ice Cube was in it. Yeah, do you know about this? And I remember Vaguely. just having, I remember just having the feeling of like, huh? They they were hanging out together, and they were like, <laughs> you know, like that was a fusion that we really didn't pay attention to how cool that was that was happening. Because you know, hip hop so much gets because of, I mean, let's just call it out racism, gets pushed in with R and B, right? It's just like, oh, go with R and B. That's the genre you're supposed to be with. Because you know, the other black people go go do the music with them. But it's just like, no, sometimes motherfuckers want to rock out, you know. Yeah, like, but, and now, yeah, like, rappers are much more comfortable with, uh, he's like, yes, I want to be rock stars. A lot of them mm-hmm. grew up with skate on, like, right. Juice, Juice World was, like, being, his estate was being sued by Yellow Card because it kind of sounded like one of their songs, and it's like, anyone else, I was like, that's a bullshit lawsuit, but it's like, yeah, I bet Juice World did listen to a lot of Yellow Card. Mm-hmm. That's, that's plausible. That's, mm-hmm. I can see that. And now MGK is doing... And, you know, Trippy Red also. Yeah. They all seem like they would uh, absolutely, like, do records with Blink-182. Like, it's just it's just around the corner. Right. All right. We do three questions in every episode. These are very important questions that help us hone in and understand okay. what it is that makes these songs good, bad, one better than the other, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, very serious questions. We take this very seriously. Um, questions three. Question number one. One of these songs... Will remain in the memory of humankind, and the and the other will be lost, fall fall down the well, mm-hmm. uh, never to return. Maybe we'll write a song about it. We'll see how it fell down the well, but that song itself will be gone. That'll just be a tribute. Um, what song? What song has to stay? What is the one that is necessary for the continued existence of the human species? Well, I was like, well, one of them's from this year, so it's kind of hard to predict how important it's going to be. Yeah, and the other one's only from like 2017. So, but I don't like, know. Do you think that Black Lives Matter is going to continue to be important? Just, just going to put it, just going to put I it mean, out there. Not, not to put you on the spot here, Todd. But I mean, we voted think? out Donald Trump, so everything's fixed now. Everything oh, is fixed. <laughs> <bad> of, uh... <laughs> um, I don't think the the Black Lives Matter verse is going to have as much like stick as much in the memory as the 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 big pop version. Rockstar by Post Malone has actually grown on me quite a lot, and it feels like pretty important to just the vibe of the late 2010s. Like, that was the song of the Trump era, like, or just like, or things that sounded like it, for better or for worse. So it, mm. it's important. Uh, this is not the same thing as good, and it, but it feels like emblematic of something in that way. I'm not sure Rockstar by DaBaby is going to really feel that important by 2022 i don't know i could be way wrong about this because i'm wrong about everything if there was more happening uh like being directly addressed in the the baby verse i i could definitely agree with you on that because like it does take him a couple of lines to directly address what's going on you know in the verse rockstar the song represents something definitively that a lot of people can directly want to tap into lots of people want to put on the you know the 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 80s wigs and the bandanas and you know like we're rocking out you know what i mean like lots of people like that pastiche so i think that's what's going to make it stick around like i will say yeah just personally for my money i would enjoy the rock star because i enjoy it purely on that aesthetic but which rock star which rock star oh but god damn it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the, the one with Roddy Rich. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, I enjoy Roddy Rich, the Roddy Rich uh, assisted guest verse one uh, uh, on the level of my enjoyability, but in the sense of looking at it in terms of like, yeah, like what will what is definitively capturing uh, a a close enough uh, or all encompassing enough. Uh, and that's not even the right fucking word. Like, something that people will relate to the closest. I think it would be the rock star song. You know, I've been fucking... Blah, blah, blah. You know, you could, you could say it enthusiastically, or you could say it as the burnt-out rock star who doesn't even care anymore, and, you know, that's just your routine. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, sure. <laughs> but I feel like these are going to be, like, more important than songs. They're very important to both of these guys' careers. Like, this is, like, a big peak for both of them so in that regard i i don't know like what's going to be more important like we'll see where they go from here but i don't think post malone would have had circles if not for rockstar mm-hmm. and whatever uh the baby does in the future it's probably going to be because he hit number one this year with rockstar right. so so it's hard to tell from that regard to pick one or the other i mean the only person that's more often wrong than you todd is me but i uh i would say that um 
I don't know. I got to give it to to baby on this one. Like I said, like I just, I mean, Darren, you talked about how like part of what makes it work is that it it is personal, right? Like it's different. Like it's not like what little baby did um, because it is as personal as it is. But I don't know that to me, that's like, that makes it timeless. Like I don't need to know anything about this man, but if I read what he wrote, right, it it means something to me. And like you said, to me, the Post Malone thing is just a pastiche. You could argue whether or not it's important to his career one way or the other. You can argue whether it's more indicative of the last four years of this fucking hellscape that we've been living in or not. And I think that's a fair point. But I don't know. It is just pastiche to me. And I feel like, like DeBaby said something. You can argue whether or not the the track is good, the accompaniment is good, like whatever you want to say about it. But like, I don't know. If I just read it, if I was just going to read it like a piece of poetry, I don't know, man. I feel like, he, like to me, it's just the more important of the two, I guess personally. Yeah. All question right. number two. I don't know why I took it so seriously. These questions are usually so goddamn silly. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Uh, you could be a fly on the wall for one and only one of these songs. You can soup to nuts. You can learn the whole thing. You can see the whole process of its of its creation. Which one of these two do you want to be able to kind of see the journey I well, don't think I'd want to be around Post Malone for any reason, honestly. <laughs> All right, so like, let's just assume that you can't. Well, you can't you're there, him. but yeah. you can't. See, you beat. You literally beat me to like what a stupid joke. I swear to God, Post Malone is going to show up to one of our houses, yeah. and we're going to. He's like, like we're, he's we're talking about me million guns. Yeah, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. We're like, this is really the the episode where we fuck around and find out. Yeah. I don't. Oh. I don't. I don't think we should be making jokes about Post Malone in this way. <laughs> Maybe I should, maybe Post Malone is gonna take is gonna take Suge Knight's place well, on my know, Trinity. I will say this much: when what's his name that uh, YouTuber douche who was like, "Oh, I like burning my mattress and causing all this commotion for no fucking reason." Uh, Logan, someone uh, when he fucked with uh, Post Malone and came up to his door and did all that awkward shit, he was actually relatively cool about it. So that actually made you me know, give Post Malone more points. But just in that relativity factor of, well, this YouTube douchebag is awful. So I mean, of course, that's gonna oh, make this maybe, guy look well, better. Maybe but. Post Malone is just a patient. <laughs> you man. know, it's yeah. funny because it's funny because I write, read about all the guns he has stocked up, but like Post Malone does not strike me as like a dangerous man, like at all. He just strikes me as a guy who wants to drink beer and play video games. Yeah. And, and, just, is, is you know, light. defend himself because yeah. he, you know, has just been reading a little bit too much internet this week, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't strike me. Like, he seems really chill and maybe sometimes very rich and sad. Mm. Versus the baby <laughs> who, uh, you know, we are not going after the baby. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> We're not speaking unkind words. <laughs> no. He will kill you because he has actually literally killed a man. So you don't want no problems. We heard him talk to his kid. <laughs> yeah, like, I will do it. And again. he said he'd do it again. He <laughs> said in that song that he would do it again. So let's let's, let's move on to question three. All right, that's the, this is the most important question, and I feel like is especially relevant when rap tunes come around. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. William 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 Shatner, uh, th- 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 thespian, space spaceman. Uh, horse rider, man about town, <laughs> singer? Question mark. Who can say? Saunter. <laughs> uh, he does. He, you know, a smoker of cigarettes on a bar stool whilst whilst he whilst he kicks it. He could do a, a Shatnerized version of one and only one of these songs, which I leave it to you, gentlemen, must be shat upon. Oh, rock star or rock star? Okay, oh. let me say this. Uh. First off, obviously we cannot let. Um, William Shatner do anything that the baby has ever done because that would be extremely problematic or, or, and bad. Or uh, counter argument: right? should we should we actually let him do it and just just watch Ooh. William Shatner dig his own Ooh. grave? <laughs> okay, but the, I think more importantly, the baby the baby's flow is you know is like Shatner would take. Eight hours I would to recite it. the lyrics of I, the baby's I, rock star. I want to hear it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is that post Post Malone would love William Shatner to come and do right? a track with him. Yeah, that's too much fun for him. <laughs> it, it's got to be the squirming factor of hearing him rap the the beginning BLM remix verse. You know, oh I, God. I don't that. know. There's there's two ways to vote on it, but I have to tell you, I. 
I'm going to put it out right here, right now. I'm picking Post Malone, and here's the reason why. Not because I think that there's ever going to be a William Shatner remix of this one, but because I factually believe that Post Malone listens to our podcast, uh-huh. despite the fact that we just trashed him a little bit. <laughs> we ultimately came down on a level of respect, and Post Malone, I know you're listening. Do a track with William Shatner. I know you will. I know you want to. Just do it. I bet he would. I absolutely <laughs> believe bomb, that he would. Sex bomb. One hundred percent. If it, if it, sex if, bomb. <laughs> If yeah. it happens, I'm taking all the credit. Okay. <laughs> but I, right, I, I, I purely want to hear uh, William Shatner, a person who is clearly a very more conservative person, singing these lyrics from a black man's perspective about how as a juvenile, police pulled their guns like they're scared of them. You know? <laughs> and we used to have the crack of street is, now that's a scary thing. <laughs> you know? I got to hear that. Yeah, I, I want to hear I him don't. possibly come to the realization like, oh my goodness, is this... Is this the, you know, like, what if it, yeah. oh, I, just for the possibility of that happening, of him having a breakthrough, <laughs> of understanding the struggle? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. All I can tell you is I'm white and just thinking about this makes me feel like I'm a racist. So. Yeah, like, I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> I can't. I can't. All right. Do you want to do you want to um, read comments. Some, some comments? Yeah. Yes. All right. <laughs> Maybach SUV for my refuge. <laughs> OK, I had to, like, discount like the first 20 comments we got because they were all about Nickelback. That's so much so that I had to leave a note. It was like, no more Nickelback comments. That's my fault. That's my no, bad. No, no, it is not. It <laughs> is absolutely not. I did tweet about the Nickelback erasure. No, no, we had already gotten like 30 comments about Nickelback. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey. A lizard with boobs writes. Great username, by the way. <laughs> Mom? <laughs> A lizard with boobs writes, Man, you're really making Danny pay for his one week of hipster music this month, following up with two solid weeks of Lionel Richie and then a hearty hearty helping of Post Malone. Jesus. (laughs) It is a really well-known fact that Todd hates me. I do. And I, it took me a while, you know, because in the beginning... The whole thing was that I didn't think he liked me, and then I was convinced that we were best friends, but no. Just like Post Malone... Todd in the Shadows is very patient. It is very fascinating <laughs> to hear how your how, how your uh, friend relationship has played out in, in real time on the podcast. <laughs> see, it's a trip. You see friendships come together and fall apart in podcast form. <laughs> Going through the trials yeah. and tribulations of getting pissed at each other. <laughs> Thank you for your comment. It's appreciated. Yes. What else have we got? <laughs> okay. Uh, why do I bother rights? I'm going with Post Malone because he named a song that's basically peak mumble rap rock star something bound to absolutely infuriate people who complain about mumble rap or the death of rock which is a venn diagram that's almost Mm. a complete circle Mm. it's like and because those people are really generally annoying and up themselves this song appeals to me you know so there you go there is that sense of like these songs are like kind of stepping on the the old ideals of you know like yeah that that uh, idea of rock being the uh the, the genre by which all other things are measured it's just like no we're putting on your clothes of, of rock and putting on the pastiche yeah. of rock and be like oh what are you gonna do about it <laughs> you know yeah the funny thing is like post malone actually does like rock but that's not this is not a rock song it's basically like ambient music yeah honestly like it, Music it, for is, it is Muzak. It is a yeah. bit. It's something yeah, you'd hear does, on. Uh, it doesn't rock. It, it, I'm going to tell you right now, in 10 years, you're going to hear that shit on an elevator. That's a fact. Yeah. I will say this much, though. At the very end, I remember thinking, like, you know, it's a very sound cloudy type of beat that it felt kind of yeah. like just sort of bleary eyed and dreary eyed. But at the tail end of it, there's an interesting thing that happens where you hear stuff like there's this, uh, you know, abstracting of the guitar where it's like they're really like messing with it in the, in the reverb and stuff. And it's like fading in and out really quick. And it kind of has that feeling of like, oh, is this Post Malone like passing out from too many zannies and shit? Like, I kind of, yeah. kind of did like that like bit aspect of it at the end there. You know, a little bit of musical text painting with a, uh, you know, bringing you yeah. in the the aesthetic of the song. But yeah, yeah, I went to re re you know familiarize myself with the Post Malone oeuvre. So I went to his first <laughs> album, put, played the first song, and there was so much reverb on it, I could not make out a single word. <laughs> Like, that's beyond mumble rap. That's, like, uh, I don't know. A shoegaze rap at yeah. that point. <laughs> yeah, pretty he was much. Trying to open, he was just trying to open up all your chakras. I don't know. Yeah. I'm 40. I don't know how to make these jokes. Uh, all right. All right. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, Dean R. Johnson writes, uh, I've never heard of either of these tracks. The first reaction to the babies was, 
this has a beat. And the first reaction to Post Malone's was, he rhymes Rockstar with Rasta, Shada, and Ratatata. That's a lyricist right there, Post Malone. <laughs> Olaf Person writes, I took a break from working to listen through both songs to properly form an opinion. I listened to the baby song, felt decent enough, won my particular cup of tea. Then I barely made it past the halfway mark of Post Malone's molasses of a drone besides, ah! before deciding, fuck it, I think I'd rather just keep working. <laughs> Are we sure it's that a wasn't? Three, it's a three-minute sure song. Savage, uh, <laughs> that he got to with the drone. <laughs> that was okay. Savage. Yeah. 21 on Savage, in fact. 21, 21, 21. 21. Julian Hutchings writes, Post Malone's got this one because at least he isn't straight up lying to me. This ain't no guitar. This is a Glock. <laughs> Fuck you, da baby. I hear that guitar. <laughs> that is a good point. <laughs> yeah. What right. you what you don't know is that it's both. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh my a guitar God. Glock. He's fucking El Cabal yeah, yeah. over here. Listen, listen. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you right now. Like, if Final Fantasy VIII could have like a like a gun sword. <laughs> oh shit! No, yeah, no, no. It's not El Cabong. It's a uh, El Mariachi. Right, which, right, right. <laughs> El Cabong's guitar is a club. All right. Sam Frederick writes, Pillies is an abomination of a word. It's worse than moist, yummy, and preggers combined. Fuck that word. Fuck that song. Fuck Post Maloney knows what he did. Pillies. <laughs> I've been popping. All I, right, really, I really love our commenters and feel that, that many of them should start their own song versus song like <laughs> podcast because it will be better than ours. They, they are the heart of this, uh, this little podcast. All right. That it's was true. my last one. Who do you think won? Um, I think the uh, baby won by how much? I, oh, uh, uh, I gotta say sixty-five thirty-five for the baby. Yeah. All right. Uh gosh, I hope it's the baby, but I think it's gonna be tight. All I right. I think it'll be like I think it'll be fifty-five forty-five. Okay. For a total of two hundred fifty. To 242. That is a 50.8% to 49.2% split. The winner is the baby's rock star. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. Brad it is one of the tightest ones we've ever had. <laughs> yeah. So you know what? I, I I feel bad I don't have it in front of me. Somebody has actually done the work. Actually, let me see if I Yeah, can someone find could it real find quick. us like what are what our tightest and what our biggest wins were and what our closest wins were. Well, no, someone has yeah. done this. Yeah, Somebody someone has sent it to me too, this. and I, I forgot where I put it also. What, but like this was Eight points, eight votes yeah. separated the two wow. of these. Well, Here it is. It's, it's, it's John's opinions. Uh, J-O-N-S yes. opinions uh, had done it. And so the biggest blowouts and the close, closest squeak, squeakers. All right, so the closest squeaker prior to this is Back in Black versus Crazy Train. Hmm. Oh, wow. It was a margin of 12 votes. Who won that one? Was I think ACDC won that one. But like this is our officially the tightest win we have now. By wow. eight points, the baby beat Post Malone, and I think I got to be honest. I think it was that close because our viewership only cares about Nickelback and was just flipping a coin on this one. <laughs> well, and I think there's a level like yeah, the the Post Malone one is is so big and iconic sounding, but this one, but the the uh, baby one is so important and more recent that it causes like both to feel kind of like recency bias, bias like evened it out. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, that was fun. <laughs> it, w- it, w- it was fun. Listen, I know this episode has gone long, but there's something very important that we have to do, Todd. What is that? What's your favorite TV character? Uh, Ryan from The Office. Name a criminal. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly. The actual <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> the, 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 the one he named himself oh, after. The okay. <laughs> I was yeah. like, come on, son. <laughs> is Kelly spelt with an E-Y or just a Y? Just, just Y. y. Okay. Something really pleasant. Example, flowers or kittens. Dog. An adjective to describe you or your music. Uh, depressed. Right? (laughs) This is great. All right. Yeah. Uh, The name of your favorite childhood pet. Kimchi. All right. Let's see. I'm going to write you some rapper names. Wait a moment. It's doing it. Okay. Name name generator. Let's see. Boy, Kimchi Kelly. That's a good one. Wow. Depressed man. <laughs> Depressed. No, you'd have to make it. Your- wait, 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 wait. There's one that says dog machine, and I feel <laughs> oh, really good about that. Wait, wait. Oh, Depressed man. see dog machine. Dog machine. But wait, there's also Nathanson with a dollar sign. Wait. 
Wait, depressed man could work, but you'd have to make it like, you know, stylized, like, you know, these lo-fi rappers do, like Pao Fu and them, you know, so it's oh, like right. D dot P P R E S D, you know, depressed yeah. man. <laughs> That would work. I don't I mean, know. It's a very lo-fi SoundCloud kind of name. Yeah, <laughs> precisely. There's there's some really good ones. I'll have to take a screen grab of, of all the ones that we came with. Dog gun. I don't. <laughs> dog gun. <laughs> De- right. Wait dog wait wait wait. De- De- depressed face Todd. Feel really good about that one. Wow. That's what the, people just call me all the time anyway. Depressed face Todd. You're like the ghost face killer of sad rap songs. Yeah. <laughs> big 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 kimchi. That's wow. <laughs> I don't. Anyway, um, I'm I, glad, I don't hear a lot I'm of childish Gambinos in there. Yeah. That's do you do you deserve a childish Gambino? <laughs> no, I really do you, don't. Do do you do you? All right. Okay. What are, what's all right? What's what's the next episode? All right. We've been threatening it for the longest time, and now oh, it's finally time. Get ready for Freak on a Leash versus Nookie. Oh shit! Oh no! Do you, so wait. Do you do you do you oh. want to reveal reveal the actual reason why we're doing this? <laughs> No, that's the one I, I we're gonna have a guest star on that one. That we're bringing Lindsay Ellis on, and we've been saving that one specifically for her. <laughs> oh, I cannot fucking wait! I'm thrilled. <laughs> could, could not be more thrill, thrilled. Yeah. Yes, from 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 that podcast, Musical Splainin', that a lot of people that listen to our podcast then also listen to afterwards because you have to listen to Song versus Song. You got to listen to the sister first. podcast, of course. You, you get these these two are these two are 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 a part of a shared universe. Yes, so that's that's what we have. Look forward to we're. We're flushing 2020 down to the toilet, and we're starting fresh on 2021 with Limp Bizkit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, this is it. Thank you for listening all of this year. A lot of people were sending us messages about, um, you know, they got their Spotify playlists and stuff that they, you know, listened to throughout the year. And a number of people, it turned out, listened to many hours of this podcast. And instead of asking why, I'm going to say thank you. Obviously, um, you can go and uh, vote. Voting is important, as you see. Look at how tight this was. Your vote Post counts. Ma- Post Malone Lama. very nearly was president of the United States of America. <laughs> it almost <laughs> happened, friends. Look how close it was by eight votes. Because yeah. um, that's how it works. Um, so go to our Patreon. We'll have this thing up probably uh, shortly after you hear this episode will be available. And uh, while you're there, if you want, you can uh, listen to our bonus episodes. If you pay but a dollar, just one dollar uh, a month, gets you access to every bonus episode we do. We do one a month. And uh, in 2021, who knows what we might be doing? All kinds of possibilities for where this podcast might go next. Your money will be well spent, I promise you, and we will be very grateful. Uh, and also, you can keep an eye out on Twitter. We'll, we'll link to all that stuff there. Uh, song vs. Song Pod is the Twitter handle to follow. And uh, yeah, and you can follow uh, Darren at Wait, wait, oh, yeah. it's the rap critic right oh yeah uh, youtube.com slash rap critic uh you can support me on my patreon patreon.com slash rap critic uh i also have a twitch uh where i stream and do my billboard streams where it's still in the middle of the 90s so you know join us for all of the the fun stuff that's going to be happening there uh twitch.tv slash rap critic a uh, rap critical rap critical that's what it is yeah there's an al at the end all right thanks for listening Happy 2021, and enjoy the 52 numbered episodes that we have out now. If you listened once a week, every every week for a year, you wouldn't run of episodes. Yep. Enjoy. See ya. Bye.